wants to try my 18-layer dip. It's got beans, cheese, bird seed, guac, chocolate chip. One warning, if you're allergic to uh, peanuts or bee stings, I wouldn't eat it. What are you talking about? Who the hell are you talking to? Charlie Blackman is the batting champion, more like the ugly champion. If God doesn't like the Broncos, then why is the sky blue and the sunsets orange? Welcome to the All Colorado Everything Sports Podcast. This is East We Talk Everything Colorado, three stores a week, three days a week. Your one-stop shop for your Colorado sports brief. Happy Friday, y'all. It's been a fantastic week so far. Not necessarily the funnest week for Colorado sports, but it's been a good week, and I hope you had a fantastic one as well. I'm your host, Matt Kennedy. If you missed any episodes from this week, go ahead and like, subscribe, follow, and listen to the All Colorado Everything Sports Podcast on Apple Pod, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasting stuff. A little Friday rundown for you guys and we'll go ahead and jump right into it visiting some of the top storylines of the week and break down some events taking place this weekend in Colorado sports first and foremost the Denver Nuggets will look to get back in the W column after dropping their last two games including the most recent loss to the Cleveland Cavaliers where MVP Nikola Jokic went out mid-game with a knee contusion he remains questionable for tonight's game against the Dallas Mavericks but the test results show that there was no structural damage to the knee of the Joker last year Jokic did not miss a game all season One of the reasons he was able to walk away with the MVP trophy, he was available and dominant all season long. The lack of the main offensive weapon in Nikola for the Nuggets means that players like Michael Porter Jr., Will Barton, need to fill that scoring role. Already pressure on the former lotto pick in MPJ to be a prominent scorer and breakout star for Denver. So far this season, Porter Jr. is fourth in scoring with only 11.5 points per game through four games. Will Barton is second behind the Joker with 16.3 points per game, and Aaron Gordon is actually third with 13 points per game through the first four contests. Denver is 2-2, facing off against uh, the Dallas Mavericks tonight. In Dove Valley, at the Denver Broncos headquarters and practice facilities, Von Miller is saying it is time to sound the alarm after a fourth straight loss, and that urgency needs to be at an all-time high for the 3-4 and Broncos. Teddy Bridgewater says it's not time to to freak out just yet, so I'm with Von here. I'm with Von. (laughs) Sorry, Teddy, but I'm with Von. Denver will play a home game against the Washington football team this Sunday at 225 Mountain West time, what hopefully is a turning point for this team. But the odds really are against them, and the bad news just keeps on coming for the injuries, which is now at a season high with players in the IR or starters being out due to season-ending injuries. Thankfully, Jerry Judy is coming back after suffering a high ankle sprain back in week one. Denver needs to change something or everything to stop the giant snowball effect that is now turning into an avalanche that represents the 2021 season. George Payton made some moves this week, primarily the move bringing in veteran linebacker and former L.A. Ram Kenny Young, who will now look to fill in as a defensive starter for the rest of the season. Young's numbers for L.A. this year have been actually really, really good playing and starting in all seven games. Get these numbers. If uh, Kenny Young was to play in the Broncos all season so far, his numbers would have him actually as the leading tackler for Denver this season with 46 total tackles. He would actually be tied for second in sacks with two total sacks, tied for second in six tackles for loss, uh, tied for most in one forced fumble, and also tied for most in one fumble recovery. Good stats from Kenny, and hopefully they will be able to use him this Sunday against the Washington football team. Defensive coordinator Ed Donatel said they're going to try to make him ready and able to go by the time the Washington football team comes into town. Moving away from professional sports, jumping into some collegiate sports, the CSU Rams are coming off of a terrible loss to Utah State where they missed a field goal at the very end of the fourth quarter to lose 
26 to 24 in what is being called the worst game management moment of the season for any collegiate football team. The move by head coach Steve Adazio to send the field goal unit rushing onto the field with 20 seconds left without spiking the ball and hurrying a quick attempt of a field goal despite having all the time in the world. It was just terrible. And it's not even worth arguing about. The media has been barred from the football team this week, at least from like Tuesday to Friday, by Adazio because of the criticism he got for the management option. Whether he was the one to mess it up or the players or the coaches were the ones to basically force the team onto the field for the quick field goal attempt. It doesn't really matter because those sort of things eventually do fall on the head coach. Adazio did say to the press earlier in the week on Monday, I believe, that no coach instructed the players to rush onto the field like that. And he also said, and I quote, it just happened, which means that is my responsibility because that can't happen. But it did happen, so I'll take responsibility for that. So he took responsibility but then decided to bar media to focus on the game against Boise State. They'll have to find a way to regroup because they're facing the Broncos this week, like I just said. Definitely not the team you want to try and rebound against, but CSU should have a path of victory to this game that can be broken down by the defense. CSU's pass rush and run defense has been exponentially better this year um, than years past. And honestly, it's one of the best parts of their entire football team against the rest of the country stacking up in the national rankings. The Rams rank third in the FBS in sacks per game with 4.0 sacks per game, but they are also a top 20 defense in stopping the run, sitting 17th at allowing 100.6 yards per contest. Overall, the Rams are 8th best in total defense by allowing 292.4 yards per game, ninth best in third down defense by allowing a 29.4% conversion rate on third down, and then they also rank 19th in tackles for loss per game at 6.4. Boise State, looking at the Broncos, they have the fourth best offense in the Mountain West, averaging 29.4 points per game in the fourth best passing offense. CSU has the third best overall defense in the conference, allowing 20.4 points per game, and have given up the second least amount of yards in the entire Mountain West. Other games going on this weekend, CU is looking for the third win of the year when they take on the seventh-ranked Oregon Ducks tomorrow. Good God, that one may not be pretty, but it's still a Buffaloes game. Air Force is looking to rebound after their second loss of the season when they lost to San Diego State at home last week. They face off against Army in Arlington, Texas. Should be a great game. Falcons going for that commander in Chiefs trophy. Other games going on this weekend at the D2 level. Uh, Carter Mesa taking on Western Colorado. I will actually be at that game calling it for the team 1340. So big game at the D2 level. Whoever wins that game between the Mountaineers and the Mavericks will be number one in the Rocky Mountain Athletic Conference. Carter School of Mines is trying to rebound against a loss to CMU when they take on Shatteron State this weekend. So that is actually all we have for today. We'll see you guys on Monday. Have a good weekend, y'all. Watch some football games. Go for the Buffs. Go for the Rams. Go for the Falcons or go for any other D2 team you may supporting around the Colorado region. We'll see you guys on Monday. Hopefully talk some collegiate sports. I think we're going to talk some CC Rams if they do end up beating Boise State because that would be a huge win for Steve Adazio and his team, especially after that embarrassing loss to Utah State. We're not going to talk about it anymore. Have a good Friday, y'all. We'll see you guys on Monday. Peace.